0: Welcome to the B2B Mix Show with Elena and Stacy. In each episode, we'll bring you ideas that you can implement in your sales and marketing strategy. We'll share what we know along with advice from industry experts who will join us on the show. Are you ready to mix it up? Let's get started.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the B2B Mix Show. Elena,
0: do you know what we're going to talk about this week? I do. Why don't you You know? (laughs) We're talking about LinkedIn messaging and the right approach to that because I think a lot of people are either afraid at times on what they're gonna say. So they either don't say anything or they just keep it very basic. And um, it comes down to, you know, how you're sending your connection requests, how you're commenting and engaging with other people and What you need to do in order to get engagement back, instead of making people say, "Ooh, I don't want to talk to you. I'm going to put up a wall, or I'm going to delete, I'm going to unconnect you because you just pitched me right when you, right after we connected."
1: Yeah, that's my favorite thing to do is disconnect.
0: Oh, I thought you're going to pitch people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Disconnect after people go in from the kill on that very first
0: ask. (laughs) I know. They've, they've gotten to the point where they don't do it right away Yeah, and they wait a little bit and it's like, come on. No,
1: I know and I'm I still not. Get,
0: I still get rid of them if they do that.
1: Yeah, I do too. And no offense to all the people who do that, but just know there is a better way. And right. today's guest has an ebook that's out that will help you find that better way. He's also got a cool tool that you can use to manage your LinkedIn connections and how you communicate with them. Elena, would you like to introduce today's
0: guest? I would. So we have Vedran Rasik on the call today, and we we know him as Ved. He is a software entrepreneur and founder of some of the most loved apps, such as AutoClose and LeadDelta. He is experienced in delivering successful products go-to-market strategies, achieving targets, and building high-performance teams. So besides his undivided focus on Lead Delta as the CEO, he also has Angel Invest and supports early-stage startups in his free time. Thank you so much, Ved, for being on the B2B Mix show. We are excited to have you on to talk about all different kinds of stuff related to LinkedIn, messaging, and all kinds of things like that. But before we kind of jump into that, can you tell us a little bit more about, you know, Lead Delta and why you created it?
2: Absolutely. It's so awesome to be here. Uh, and it's been nice to, to finally be able to catch up at least on air, uh, between the three of us. So, um, so, so Lee Delta, you know, first, uh, we, we figured out that the world (laughs) is moving towards from cold to warm. Uh, and I think this is, this is now a point where there's no coming back because there's so much data out there um, that I think businesses are, are kind of starting to, to grasp and, and, and kind of use them more. Um, and, 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 and on top of that, we believe that no professional should start from an empty CRM, right? So those were my two core beliefs uh, that I've coined from from the previous experiences. Um, and then I really love LinkedIn. And, and, and I just figured out that it's a, it's a great platform. Uh, and because it's such a huge company, it cannot innovate fast enough to follow all the trends right? So those were the kind of two three beliefs that i had and 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 kind of signals from the market and and then basically, we just pulled the trigger and you know I started testing on lead delta which which is what I call today your social uh social crm um and and yeah that's that's how it came to be
1: so how would uh... Uh, Lead Delta be different from say a LinkedIn premium subscription or even Sales Navigator? Are they for different users right. or do they do similar things?
2: So, so I get that question asked quite quite a lot. And and so where Lead Delta sits is is right after the Sales Navigator. So those two products at the moment do not compete at all uh, against against one another. Um, so first things first, you use Sales Navigator mainly to expand on your searches. Um, to, to add amazing filters that LinkedIn sales navigator offers. I mean, you can see who's active, who's actively posting, who's been mentioned in the news. You can go deeper on the company level or function level, et cetera. It's just, it has like over 40 filters, if I, if I, if I remember correctly. So you basically use sales navigator to grow the network. Once you connect with somebody, then the question becomes, which is one of our insights, right? Then the question becomes, so what do you do with it, with, with a connection right now? And, from our experience, um, uh, I've seen people connect and pitch immediately or they connect and then they save the person for, you know, uh, for a later pitch or later down the pipeline to, to reach out and, and, and again pitch something. So we think that that's just in, insufficient and it just creates a whole bunch of spam. So, uh, what lead delta, where lead delta comes in is basically allowing you to a have a preview of all your connections in a single place. Um, the ability to get to. Connections data quicker in a sense like you know their, their job title, where they're from, uh, the the phone number, the email, contacts, and all the you know nitty gritty data that you need from your connections. Plus, you can leave notes, etc. Um, and on top of that, we allow you to organize the network based on some advanced filters that not even LinkedIn SalesNav has. Um, mm-hmm. And combination of those filters, right? Um, we also have tags and labels that you can apply. So all that is allowing you to really segment your contacts properly. And once the opportunity for you to help or, you know, cast an ask comes, you know, in in that situation, you would, you would apply those filters, those segments and reach out to those connections and it'd be 100% relevant, uh, which is, which is what I'm trying to do. Because again, what's the point of connecting and handshaking, uh, exchanging that business online business card if you're not going to do anything with it?
0: Right, right, and and like what you mentioned, that people immediately pitch you, or they, you wait, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> you, you wait. know it's coming. Like I, I have started <laughs> just watching people to see how long they're going to wait before they start pitching. It's so annoying. It's like yeah. don't just don't just connect with me to pitch with me. Let's have some conversation or something, right? Other than that, and being able to kind of look at things in a different way. Like I like how you can do tags and lead delta. Right. I have started doing that with some of mine in there, and then even just like the interface for the the inbox is really cool, and how you can you can do templates and things like that. So it's it's right. it's a cool tool that people need to look at to take advantage of, and how they're communicating with others instead of oh, just absolutely like pitch, 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 pitch.
2: Exactly, and if, if you think about it. Um, and, and if you again look at Lead Delta, it has a whole bunch of these, you know, tiny tools and nuggets that you can utilize. For instance, like pinned messages, right? Once you're over 5,000 messages, we've done different research on LinkedIn, um, you know, and there's approximately 20% of the people are really struggling with their inboxes. Before Lead Delta, I had like 3,000 messages on unread. Um, and so what I what I use Lead Delta for right now is to apply pins. On mm-hmm. conversations that I truly care about in the next two to yes. three weeks, we'll bring tags into inbox. So now all of a sudden you'll be able to filter for segments that you care about and then work only on those segments. For example, um, we have a lot of CEOs and their chiefs of staff who um, who literally usually Delta only to apply tags to their angels, VCs, uh, entrepreneur peers. Um, and then they have different segments for talent, right? They have, you know, for instance, like developer talents, right? People that you want to be in touch with. Um, and so, so what we were, we were trying to do, because most of them have a whole bunch of pitches inside their inbox, we want to help them to get on top of that by focusing on the segment that they want to focus on, you know, so there's like really the, the implications of, uh, you know, growing the network, um, you know, on one side, it's awesome. You have a lot of followers. You know, you have a lot of, uh, you know, people in your network, second degree, third degree, et cetera. But then eventually what it ends up happening is a whole bunch of spam, uh, cluttered feeds. Um, and when you log into LinkedIn, what you get is a whole bunch of screaming and yelling notifications, right? We're trying to make sense of it all, uh, respecting the LinkedIn and respecting the community. Um, like I said, creating a warmer world.
0: Yeah, the pinning on the inbox is really cool. Cause I, there's one person that I talked to with one of my clients for one of my clients, and we're back and forth on something, and then I noticed he keeps getting pushed down. So I'm like, up, uh, I can pin him. So I've I've pinned <laughs> him in, in Lead Delta, and it makes it much easier. Exactly. I don't have to go find it or anything like that. So messaging. So you guys have an ebook out, correct? It's called Fifty Proven LinkedIn Messages to Use. Is that correct uh, in twenty two twenty twenty two? 2022. So there are four chapters. They're focused on connection requests, messages to first degree connections in mail, and then commenting on a post. Correct. So where did this ebook come from? Obviously people just aren't hitting the mark when it comes to messaging. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You kind of talk us through the ebook and those different pieces and, and give us some, some tips on Maybe where people are going wrong and what they need to be doing no,
2: absolutely um so if you if you look at the data, um, only one percent of LinkedIn on average posts once a week at least right so there's there's you know in, in within my network, there's maybe I don't know like hundred hundred people that are posting on a regular basis, meaning at least once a week so so creating content. Is generally um, a huge opportunity, and what we've noticed uh, throughout the years is that uh, there's a lot of lurkers on LinkedIn, meaning people consuming, reading, uh, but not chatting, not messaging, etc. And we, uh, like I personally think that, that that is a mistake because you know networks are are like when, when you when you need something to get done or you just have capacity to help. Uh, you turn back to your network. Like, for instance, I'll give you an example. So if you're hiring, if you want to promote the product, if you're looking to get a job, if you're selling, if you're marketing a new product, basically you, you start from zero. And then the first next step is you turn back to your network. And so... If you are active, if you're posting, if you're actively sharing your journey, you don't have to be selling anything. If you're actively sharing your journey and even engaging other people's posts, we've seen that people tend to get a lot more benefits, three to five times more benefits from their networks. Right. Um, And I can for sure speak in my my own example, like nothing changed. I'm still the same old guy, Uh, but I get a lot more requests, a lot more messages, and I get asked a lot more times like for my expertise to sh- you know share even further and, and help other people so there's tremendous opportunities within networks so how do you how do you really grasp those opportunities and how can you how can you proactively approach them well by messaging and engaging you don't have to be that public face that posts every day creates videos all the time right but once you have an opportunity to connect people like you know, why not sending a message to connect the two professionals together? If you already know, um, you know, that they have the similar need and they can help each other. Like that can be one, one approach, one way. Um, secondly, if you have a product that you're launching and you want to gain some traction and some PR, you know, in my case, you want to get people to go to a product hunt and upvote your posts and whatnot. Why not using lead Delta or any other product to, to reach out to your, to your network to support you there? Right. Mm-hmm. So and, and and one key advice that I'd say, uh, you know, you know that like make it about them, you know, tactics, mm-hmm. use any, you know, uh, kind of bridge gap uh, type of uh, tactics, like you know, forget about all that. Just respect other person's time and provide a very clear request. What do you need that person to do and why that? So one or two liners, very specific. Why are you reaching out to that person? Um, I think that will only that will 2x your reply rates. Um, and in Autoclose, close, uh, two years ago, three years ago, we used basically that tactic when we would, um, you know, we would figure out in the sales navigator, if you are a director in a director sales role, if you're managing the East Coast or the West Coast or nationwide, and we would just basically send a one, li- one liner, you know, Hey, Stace, you know, I see you're a director of sales at that, that position. You know, are you managing the East Coast or the West Coast? Like, Truly, you know what in sales they would say qualifying a person mm-hmm. for what you're about to ask next would just get you like eighty percent more um, on the on the reply rates. Um, so so same thing like with any other request that you are that you're inquiring, just make it super simple for the other side to respond uh, respond to your request. Um,
0: Have you found that like keeping it because I get a lot of requests that say it looks like we're in the same industry we should yeah. connect to share. Insight or whatever, but then they never come yeah. back to. Right. I mean, it was really just a straight up. I want to get another another connection, or another maybe connection they come and that. pitch yeah. me after. Yeah, yeah. So, so, what should they say instead of that? So if, you know, if, you if, you say they didn't right. do their homework, and they-
2: exactly, exactly. So, so in all honesty, uh, I, I think people people uh, are are you know. We keep thinking about personalization as, uh, you know, hey, first name from this particular industry, in this geolocation, et cetera, et cetera, right? But personalization can be uh, talking about a relevant problem for a relevant target group. And that's the personalization that I like the most, even inside mm-hmm. Lead Delta, I mean, we only have the first name and last name. We don't have job titles like industry and whatnot because I don't think it's honestly necessary. Um, so so what, what would be a better approach? You know, just honestly saying what you, what, why you want to connect, right? And it does not have to involve a pitch. For instance, how I do it these days, you know, it's usually like, Hey, you know, Elaine, I see we're both passionate about LinkedIn, uh, you know, and active on LinkedIn. Let's connect, you mm-hmm. know. And then my next question would be, so do you use any LinkedIn apps other than the free LinkedIn? you know or oh yeah I'm on sales navigator etc right this is this is the true sales engagement and what mm-hmm. usually people expect from you is you know to respond within like 24 to 48 hours um and, and 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 again if you make it like in tiny chunks if you make it simple enough for the other side to respond while they're you know on their phone walking around the uh, mall whatever right the more responses you're going to get Yes, um, that's a good
0: tiny point. chunks tiny chunks because Somebody will connect with you, and they'll send you like five paragraphs.
1: Yeah. I know, and you're like scrolling I'm all not day.
0: Gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna do you
2: it. Know, honestly, yeah, I, I like I I keep I keep I, I'm an evangelist for for short messages because I keep saying that. You know, people ask me hope because I post daily. You know, people think that I'm way more important than I am, uh, and uh, <laughs> and I keep telling them that. Um, so so people reach out, and and it's usually like they try to be nice. -hmm. And then they just waste my time. And in all honesty, (laughs) I I usually don't respond back. I'm like, can you give me TLDR, right? Can you can you simplify it for me? Because you know, I'm just trying to be honest with people. And and um and hopefully um hopefully we'll bridge the gap industry wide. But uh, so and and then you know then the question becomes: So how do you? So how how do you do social selling? How do you do social marketing? Whatever, right? How do how do you do anything social? Well. One thing is to send messages, but the reason the ebook has those four chapters is because those are the activities necessary for you to uh, really be considered, in my mind, active and successful on LinkedIn. Right? So mm-hmm. uh, you, today you connect with me, okay, and we exchange our little tiny bites, right? No. Um, so, so tomorrow morning I post a post on LinkedIn. And because we just connected, LinkedIn algorithm will ping you about that post and be like, oh, your recent connection, bad, just posted this, mm-hmm. right? So there's your second touch point. The third touch point can be to invite them to, to follow your page on LinkedIn, et cetera, et cetera. So those mm-hmm. are some of the uh, the milestones that you should be looking at when connecting and you know engaging on LinkedIn. Um,
1: yeah, and I think something you said earlier is very important, and it looks like, your book takes great care to think about this as respect for the other person's time. Don't, yeah. don't overdo it with a bunch of blah, blah, blah. And I think like yeah. Elena said, a lot of people have gotten to this point where they just want another connection. They've gamified it for themselves to grow that network. And it really doesn't mean anything. So yeah, being thoughtful anything. and respectful. Yeah. You
2: know, in all honesty, uh, I've been, I've been on LinkedIn since uh, uh, 2000 and Ten, I believe, approximately, and so I have a lot of these, you know, all uh, connections considered all connections. Um, and and I honestly think this is not verified or checked. I honestly think that LinkedIn measures the engagement rate on your uh, on your network. Like I, I, I deploy people to uh, employ people to think about this as as like credit cards or or, or financial world, right? So when you look at the the, the the credit cards, and if you if you use just a tiny fraction of your credit potential, you know. Uh, there's a there's a there's a math there that that says that you're not utilizing your credit. Same thing mm-hmm, with the network, no. right? If not a lot of people are engaging on your posts, it probably sends a signal to LinkedIn, hey, this guy just or girl just has a irrelevant network, right? So right. so what I started even doing is just you know looking at people that are just not on LinkedIn at all. They haven't updated their their um uh, their profiles in a while. So I you know honestly I just removed them because. You know, I, I don't need to show the numbers like, oh, look, I have 30,000 mm-hmm. connections. Oh, I maxed out my connections because who cares, right? But, right? What matters is the engagement and the level of support that you can provide to that person and the level of asks that you can cast onto other uh, person and, and, and request, right? So, right? so that's how I look at it.
0: So when now, it comes to like commenting, mm-hmm. so some people kind of, get into a panic mode because they don't want to get into oh well, somebody's going to tell me I'm wrong or, you know, it's, part of it's a confidence thing. And part of it is just, they don't want to deal with it. And I, or then part of it, it could be like me. I do social all day, every day for everybody else. I, <laughs> I don't do mine as much as I should. I, I'm like, I'm yes. tired by the time it gets mm. to me. But for, so that's my mm. excuse. But, um, for other That's people, insane. you know, they, they're scared. They're like, oh, I don't know what to say, or I'm scared to say anything because I don't want somebody to tell me I'm wrong. And so how do you kind of overcome mm. those things? And what's the best way to kind of go about commenting on posts?
2: Right. In, in, in all honesty, uh, I'm not sure if there's a if there's a right answer to that. I just think, you know, we're all wrong most of the time.
0: <laughs> <Right>. Not me. <laughs> I mean, we didn't yeah. say it. We didn't say it. But you're all wrong. <laughs>
2: and, 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 and what, what you're saying, uh, Elaine, it's, it's actually very interesting. Is it's much easier to comment uh, when you know on Twitter with a, with a fake name, right? Or using other person's brand, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Yep. Et I mean, it's not easy. You don't know me <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. but, but it's easier. Um, yeah. and, and I'll tell you, like a first first few of my viral posts that went viral. Uh, you know, honestly, I didn't feel comfortable about it at all. Like I would wake up in the morning, like thinking, oh my gosh, like I missed like 10 hours of comments and whatnot. Like who the hell knows how people took it. Right. right. Um, <laughs> so much like anything else, it's a muscle. You train it. Um, and, and then, but there's, there's, there's a whole bunch of negative thoughts most probably, but then also there's a lot of people who find this to be useful. And I think that's what keeps you going. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, some people say, wow, I really like you know, how you describe this, or it really helped me here and there. And in all honesty, what, you know, aside from all of us being wrong most of the time, uh, we also like to be asked to help, Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, you
2: know? And which is a kind of human thing. You feel much better than b- about it. And, you know, the anxiety goes down because you're needed all of a sudden, et cetera, et cetera. So I think that's what motivates you to, to keep on doing it and to keep on going. Right. Um, but I think it's, it's, it's always good. So when you think of, of a network, think of it as, um, who are my peers, you know, so people that I'm same kind of ground level, um, kind of aligned on. Uh, And then think of the the followers, kind of people that are learning from you and think about the the, the people, advisors, mentors, leaders who are like who know and, and have more experience than you in certain areas. So I think anything and everything that you post kind of try and group the feedback that you're getting through lenses of those three groups i think that would that would help mm-hmm. you really understand who are you writing for and in all honesty a lot of people stress um, there's a whole bunch of good useful uh, creators on linkedin who advise other creators on how to do things and one of their saying is like you know figure out the niche figure out who are you going after right in my mind that's that's a lot of work and a lot of thinking uh, which is useful, but not when you're starting. When you're starting, you already overthink. You already overthink. You don't overdo <laughs> because you just keep thinking. <laughs> yeah. But in my, in, my, right. in my honest opinion, uh, you should just start um, and 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 document your journey, document what you're working on, document your thoughts, and share it with the world. At the very least, you're going to find a lot of people who are going through the same motion, and they'll engage and, and help, et cetera. Um, but and 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 out of that, the patterns will emerge and the groups that follow you will emerge, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't have to think about your niche, you don't have to write, fill out all the fancy, fancy templates. What you just need to do is start documenting regularly, right? Mm-hmm.
0: And going in and commenting on their stuff too, you know, just not hey, great post, but yeah, actually yeah. <laughs> giving some thought to it. If they include an article, take a skim of the article and and give some actual thoughts into it or if they're asking a question give your feedback don't just regurgitate what they might have said just yeah yeah but i think that that's one thing that's important
2: a very good point um in 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 all honesty i think just studying uh the copywriting and 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 you know how to express oneself i think is is very useful now that i think about it right because usually you conceive the idea of like let's say six months to you know to a year before you even start implementing, right? It's it's somewhere cooking. You kind of want to post, but you don't know. Then you're lurking on other people's posts. Maybe you read something about copywriting, and you should because. Um, so when when you, when you think about our virtual world, so where, where do we spend time We're on Zooms, calendars, Gmails, Slacks. Um, you know, LinkedIn's of the world, etc. So this, these are basically the main tools that we that we spend time on. And again, if you reflect back, for most of these, you need the good writing skills to express yourself. Right? Sure, you can you can do videos and audio, but it's mainly writing. So I think this is a valuable skill to uh, to really understand um, and and kind of learn.
1: So we've covered several different mistakes that people make, like writing too long of a pose not respecting people's time by writing those long posts? Are there other things that really come to mind that you think people need to keep in mind when they're engaging on LinkedIn?
2: Well, same old, same old, right? Like, you know, don't be afraid to ask because usually if you're afraid to write or you're afraid to ask, you either don't believe uh, enough in what you're, what you're doing and, and, you know, asking, you know, people to buy or whatever. Um, or um, you know you're just you're just too shy and you know you shouldn't be right. So those are kind of the two the two main factors. Um, and so one of the, one of the things that I figured out is people are just afraid to ask. Like even even the some some of the the folks that I worked with, uh, you know, they're like, oh, but people are engaging. Oh, like every every lead delta uh, trial user is responding to my messages and it's great. And I'm like, okay, so what is the next step? Right. Again, be respectful of your time and their time, right? Cast that ask. Like, right? okay, so this is the program we currently have. You know, are you willing to to take the next step and buy it? Right. Like, are you so you know, we have a four months off on annual, ready to make a move, question mark. Right. That is uh because again, what is the end goal? What are we aiming towards? Because we cannot help you if your trial expired and you're not using Li Delta anymore. So right. the conversation. <laughs> Uh, you know, it stops making sense anymore. So again, chunks being there on the ball, like being quick on 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 replying to these messages, and again treating and respecting the other person are, are two top things that I'd say. The third thing is the same old, same old. Like, cast that ask, like say, give that call to action. Right, is mm-hmm. is what I would say is important. Um, also, like uh, don't overuse the assets. Um, again. It has to do with length. If you say, oh, we just have a new ebook. Oh, and there's a uh, there's a discount on Lead Delta annual. Oh, and by the way, we have onboarding.leaddelta.com. You can learn how to use, I mean, right? One step yeah. at a time. <laughs> so don't don't like serve all the assets that you have immediately, but try and right. stay relevant. Um, yeah, so those those would be I I'd say the key key things.
0: So this is the biggest question that we're gonna ask you. Okay. Okay. Are, are you ready? So if you weren't <laughs> CEO of Lead Delta, what would your dream job be?
2: Wow. Okay. That is truly, Well, oh, I would be a rock star. I mean.
0: <laughs> okay. I, oh, yeah, yep, yeah.
2: <laughs> would be, you be in uh, a boy yeah.
0: band? Come on, be honest. Would <laughs> it be in a boy band? know. That's a good one. Like, give, give me
2: one. Give me one from the '90s. I actually did watch the Super Bowl show, and I was like, "Holy, you know, like, this is awesome. Yeah. This is exactly the music of my, you know, my yeah. youth. I, I love it."
0: I know. So I was singing they, it all. It was good.
2: You know, it's like they they hit the sweet spot. They know they know their ICPs, their audience really well. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think, right. Um, yeah, I, maybe I, I prefer a rock band, but maybe boys band. Yeah, I'm in Canada, so, you
1: know,
2: <laughs> and you're Justin you Bieber. Can't,
1: yeah, you can really <laughs> yeah. play guitar, though, in a boy band, Elena. No,
2: but. That yeah. needs a shred. <laughs> you're just teasing me, yeah, you
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: know. There
1: we go. Well, I would go check out your concert, Ved, if you went on tour <laughs> with a rock band.
2: Perfect. That makes us two
1: of us. And then we'll talk about AppSumo apps that we like. There you go. <laughs> After the
2: concert, VIP, VIP. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Um,
2: yeah. Awesome Perfect. Oh. Well, yeah, go ahead.
1: I was just going to say, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate you uh, coming on the podcast and getting to catch up with you since it's been a while. It's, it's been, been a, a long time. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. If people want to connect with you, what's the best way that they should do that? Through I'm sure there's not
2: <laughs> truly Delta. Yeah, I'm sure there's yeah. not that many veteran rasc online. Uh and so so yeah, you can find me, you can find me on LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, you know, just Google Google the name. I'm sure again, there's not that many with that weird name.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and we'll also and we'll put links. in the show notes.
1: There and we'll go. also include a link to that um ebook that we
0: were discussing earlier. Oh absolutely. Yeah.
2: Thank you so much. Awesome. This was a good, great right. pleasure.
0: Thank you. I appreciate you coming on. It's been awesome. Thanks. Okay, so now that you know how to get in touch with Ved, you can also follow and connect with us on Twitter. You can get with Stacy at Stacy underscore Jax. That's S-C-A-C-Y underscore J-A-X. You can connect with me on Twitter at Elena underscore Jax. That's A-L-A-N-N-A underscore J-A-X. And if you're not a Twitter fan, which a lot of people aren't, you can connect with us on LinkedIn, and it's Stacy Jackson Elena Jackson. So talk to you next time.
1: bye.